1: You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. With the COVID-19 pandemic continuing to raise safety questions from parents about their kids' sports participation, how can young athletes train safely and productively for the 2021 season? Here to discuss with me is longtime pitching trainer, major league consultant, and the author of Pitching with Confidence, A Parent's Guide to Giving Your Elite Pitcher an Edge, Ron Wolforth. Thank you for joining me. It's a pleasure, Vicki. Ron, how would another shutdown or disruption to a season change the traditional training of pitchers?
0: Oh, my gosh. In March, when we all got shut down, I said oftentimes on interviews all over that we were in uncharted territory. And now that we may have a second one, I, I can't even totally grasp what all those things will mean because now it becomes even more complicated. And now people really do need kind of schedule to plan their things around and it looks like we're just not going to know for a very long time exactly when this thing is going to end and when we're going to be able to get back at it so that is the real challenge whenever you're dealing with training is you need to really have a start date and a date where you need to be in peak condition if you don't have that then that really complicates things.
1: Especially with pitchers more susceptible to injuries because of disrupted training caused by COVID, are there any drills or workouts they can do at home to reduce injury risk? Yes.
0: Yes, there is. And the good news is, Vicki, the best news is that you do not have to be throwing on a mound 60 feet, 6 inches, or 54 feet, or 46 feet, whether you're in the league or in, uh, let's say, at Babe Ruth. You don't have to throw the full distance because soft tissue in your arm and shoulder and elbow really doesn't care if you're throwing a baseball 60 feet, 6 inches, or you're throwing it uh, 10 feet or 15 feet. It just wants some work. It wants to be able to develop, as odd as it sounds, we've got to put at least a little bit of stress so we have some sort of adaptation or training effect for the person to, to throw. So the best news is if we have a net that we can throw into, if we can have a screen we can throw into, we do not have to throw long toss and we do not have to throw the full distance to be able to at least get some training effect from our throwing. So I would strongly urge everyone, if you have any space at all in a backyard or in a basement or wherever you may be, that you don't have to throw the full distance. Get a, a throwing net or a throwing sock that you can throw into. That is at least a first step in really preparing the soft tissue for the stresses that may occur later as you get closer to getting to all go or all clear
1: how can a young athlete safely and effectively train and perform around others when wearing masks and maintaining social distance are recommendations for avoiding COVID-19 well
0: the other good news is for pitchers we really don't need anybody around us I, I could just see that would be a challenge for some other sports because if you're a basketball player you have to have somebody guard you but, but a baseball pitcher is really they can really social distance very well. And at the Texas baseball ranch, we have our pitchers in different lanes, and so they're probably more like 12 to 15 feet apart from each other. So the good news about pitchers is that you really don't, especially if you have a screen, the thing that you just have to do is have enough space that you can throw in The more challenging thing that I would say that people to be paying attention to is that when you're using equipment, let's say balls or whatever, that you wipe those down, that it's really the equipment sharing that's more problematic for pitchers rather than spacing. Because if you can just have some space to throw, usually the social distancing thing isn't a problem but you just have to be careful with the balls that you use and the other equipment that you may use, like your tubing to get warmed up or whatever. That becomes more of an issue than the social distancing.
1: What advice would you give parents who are worried about their children playing youth sports with the pandemic still going on?
0: Well, I may have a certain philosophy in there that may make some people uncomfortable, and I I apologize at the beginning, but I do believe that there is also a cost for young people, certainly not... To have physical activity and so we got to have to balance out keeping them safe but at the same time if they're inside all the time we need to make sure that they get out there so i think that we just need to really be smart but we don't want to strictly limit young people they're designed to move i'm 61 but i can remember when i was 10 12 15 18 years old i wanted to move and i think we should do whatever we can to make sure do it safely, but we allow our people the activity. So I would highly encourage parents get involved, see what they're doing, make sure they're doing that smart, but don't just Stop it. Make sure that they're getting their activity in because at some point, Vicki, this is going to be over and we don't want to have some other lingering things that we may have if we really don't allow them to do some other things.
1: I'm speaking with Ron Wolforth, longtime pitching trainer, major league consultant, and the author of Pitching with Confidence, a parent's guide to giving your elite pitcher an edge. Ron, with COVID-19 cases expected to increase in much of the country this winter, what are some guidelines you would then give parents and their athletes about training inside or outside? outside
0: well first of all obviously uh, obviously outside is better and now that's easy if you're from Texas or Southern California it's it's way different if you're from Dubuque Iowa or or (laughs) st. Paul Minnesota but uh, outside is obviously better and I would say that if you're going to a training facility like we do at the ranch we have we do uh, it's a Texas baseball ranch. we go out of our way to make sure everybody comes in gets measured by thermometer every single time they have their own areas We never have more people in there than we can have social distancing. Sometimes we don't plan well enough ahead. So if you're going to go to a training facility, make sure that they are offering enough space. And that's really changed our scheduling. We're now open for a lot more hours than we were before because we have to spread that out maybe before we could have more peak periods. Well, we've had to spread that out. But it's possible to do it. You just have to find the facility – Especially if you're in weather that becomes cold and you have to do an indoor training facility, go there first and see what they're. If you're really worried about it, go there and see what they're doing. I think all of us can see really quickly how serious or non-serious people are taking this when we go in, and, and you'll be able to tell right away if this is some place that you feel comfortable having your son or daughter train. So I think just being a active, doing your due diligence, getting out there, taking a look at that, and seeing what's going on. And being smart is the best thing to do.
1: So if the pandemic remains through most of 2021, what can young pitchers do to attract the attention of college scouts who, for the second straight year, don't have a chance to see them play in person very much?
0: That's the challenge, right? And then also on top of it, there's a lot of organizations that, both in colleges and professionals, that will not allow their scouts now to go out. And even if you were at a place that you were actually going to be able to play, a lot of times they're even limiting their people to go out and look at that because they don't want to have them exposed and then come back. So this has gotten to be pretty complicated. But I do think that online, as all of us now probably, probably all of your listeners have been to so many Zoom calls now. We're so, Zoom meetings are just, now, now we're very comfortable with them, We're very they're very common, is to be able to use uh, video and the Internet, to be able to videotape your son or daughter performing skills and be able to get that in the hands of other people. Maybe make a website that would highlight or show your young people. Find ways, get creative, to be able to show people what the skills your young athlete is able to do and make it safe so that the scout or the recruiter can actually take a look at that and see them performing on video. I think that's the thing that I would do. As much as streaming, put it on the internet and let people watch you perform. That would be my advice.
1: Do you think the virus or injuries caused by disrupted preseason training are a bigger threat to baseball players in 2021?
0: Well, I think for that age group, probably the injuries are a bigger problem now to their parents or grandparents. Here's where this gets convoluted for us in our society, right? So the young people, although that they may get it and a couple of them may get very sick, it's more dangerous for them now to bring that home to mom, dad, grandma, great grandma, that sort of thing. So you have to be very careful with that and how that transpires to the rest of the greater family or the the greater community. But, to them themselves, basically on what uh, your question was, actually the COVID and really the restriction of training and not allowing the athletes really time uh, to really get their soft tissue and get their mechanical efficiency where it needs to be is a greater threat in the short term to athletes than COVID itself.
1: A lot of young athletes are going to continue to experience stress caused by the uncertainty of COVID. What would you tell them if they're worried about the future of their athletic careers?
0: Well, I would tell them, I'm a very optimistic person at, by nature, and I would tell them that this too shall pass. And what I mean by that, I'm not Pollyannish. ish I'm just saying that we as a people, as a human race, we tend to be able to always make lemonade out of lemons, and we will find a way that we will survive this. We will find, and maybe some of those ways we haven't even thought of yet, but we will find ways, I'm optimistic, that although It will be different. Change is inevitable. We're going to be looking at sporting events differently. We're going to be attending sporting events differently. And even the very nature of our interactions is going to be different. I do believe that we will be able to adapt and that I would tell them to be hopeful and optimistic. And although this is a challenging time, I would tell them that we will get through this, and this too
1: shall pass. I've been speaking today with Ron Woolforth, longtime uh, longtime pitching trainer, major league consultant, and the author of Pitching with Confidence, A Parent's Guide to Giving Your Elite Pitcher an Edge. Ron, how can people get in contact with you, and how can they get your book?
0: Well, I have a website. It's called the And for the parents, we have a free book. For, if you have a Pitcher that is, let's say, 14 to 21 years old, I create a book. is a free book that kind of helps parents, kind of a survival guide to helping them through scholarships, weighted balls, showcases, all these different things that are very common, commonly come up. And if they look under freepitchingbook.com, the book is free. All they have to do is pay shipping and handling. And if they want to contact me or the ranch itself, it's Texas Baseball Ranch. Dot com. So once again, if they want that book, it's free. And if they would like to have it signed by me, I would be happy to do that. But the website itself is freepitchingbook.com. And the book really guides you through, because a lot of parents, this is their first time through the process. They don't understand all these things. And I try to give them the probably the, these chapters are the most common questions I get about young people trying to go from high school to college. And that sort of thing.
1: Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you. It was a pleasure and stay safe and healthy. You do the same. Bye now.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?